0: Cast.
1: all right uh welcome back everybody uh, to the cube cast myself christy and tom hi and we got robin rob from Breathe parkour so i met robin rob at uh geez i went for a competition it was super fun in calgary broody the south uh location and uh these guys were super cool um i was super um, native to the scene in calgary and literally just like the, the parkour community um if you're in it everyone knows you're in it so thank you for being so kind to me while I was out there and thank you for coming on the program
2: our pleasure oh, thanks great. for coming out there and thanks for inviting us yeah yeah,
3: yeah we got got gotta have you guys there legends in the uh parkour world
0: <laughs>
3: everyone knows you i think if they don't then i, I don't know where they've been
1: listen up
4: yeah. They will after they will after this podcast right
1: there you go yeah part one of two <laughs> yeah um are you yeah. two still training like um <clears throat> besides like the gym reopening i assume and uh you're, are you doing your training um, do you have like anything you're working on
4: Rob, go for it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're definitely uh, still training. We try to get out as much as we can. Um, the summer's been a little tough just because we uh, we've been so busy at the gym. Um, just with the, the restart after COVID and uh, uh, summer camps coming up. Like mm. Parents are li- literally throwing their kids at us. They're like, take them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear.
4: <laughs> take wow. them. Get rid of their energy. Um, but, yeah, we try to get out. Uh, Whatever we can. But yeah, definitely still
2: actively training. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Just to reiterate, that, um, July and August are always kind of tougher months for training because we go from like an evening and weekends program to all day, every day. Hmm. Uh, but Rob and I do train. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> we need to. Otherwise, we go insane.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get <laughs> all antsy right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry.
2: Well, there, was there a second part of your uh, of your question? Oh. Was it like
1: um? Yeah, of, I think it was forward? if I think it was if you were training um oh. and and working. So uh, yeah, you you both answered those right off. So. <laughs> but it looked off. like Tom was going to go for a question. There. I
3: was, and then it like just lost. I just forgot yeah. it. <laughs> I've had a long day. I guess
1: it happens. Um, it's
3: Friday. Yeah. Wow. My brain really stopped working there. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna. Go to my go-to questions here then uh get your your guys history a little bit
1: that's what i was gonna go to
3: yeah <laughs> so how old were you guys when you started and how did you hear about parkour
2: um so i was i guess unofficially i started in high school i'm a little older than a lot of people in the community i'm 37 nice. um so parkour didn't really exist like officially yeah. Or at least that I had heard about when I was uh, when we were younger. But we used to do this thing we called it aggressive walking, and we would just go around. <laughs> we're in high school. We've got nothing to do. We're just kind of you know like up to no good and walking around and just jumping on shit and you know play pretty much playing as teenagers. Yeah. And then, um, and then I yeah I moved out to Victoria and when I was living there um, I saw Casino Royale and then I was like wait a minute is there like an official thing for what I've been doing for a while? <laughs> and, uh, and sort of heard about it through casino Royale. And then when I moved into Calgary, there was the first gym here opened up and I took a class and that was sort of officially, so officially probably like, I guess 11 or 12 years now. And then unofficially like 20. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: yeah. I hear that.
2: Um, pub- yeah.
4: For me, it, I was, I, I was uh, 18 when I started, so it was just after high school. Um, and I had known, like, kind of what parkour was for a while. I'd been watching, like, YouTube videos and stuff. Um, some of the, like, older David Bell stuff I was sort of familiar with. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I played basketball for the longest time. Surprise, surprise.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, right?
4: Yeah. You had uh, no choice. It, no, no choice. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but uh, I just started getting really tired of it, really bored of it. Um, so this was, yeah, one time I like Googled parkour in Calgary. I'm like, I gotta get involved in this somehow. And uh, No Limits came up. And I also went to No Limits, took my first class there with, uh, with Jim, sort of the grandfather of uh, Calgary parkour. Um, yeah, I yeah. yeah, haven't looked back since. Yeah,
1: wow. Well, I-, I have that- a question. Did you two know each other coming up? Or like, are you the same age? Did you go to the gym oh, at the no. same time?
4: I think we, uh, Rob. I think you started before me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was in like yeah, the yeah.
2: first round of classes when they when they yeah. opened. But no, I'm, uh, I don't, Rob. I'm. What am I? Like five years older than you, I guess. I'm thirty. Seven. Seven years yeah. older than Rob. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And we met each other pretty much through No Limits, but we really started oh, to train yeah. together when Breathe open. Like, I got a I got a good vibe from you at No Limits back in the day. We just sort of bumped into each other. We never really, like, called each other or anything. But then um, you applied to work at Breathe, and I was oh. like, I think, I think you'll be a great employee, yeah. And yeah. way better than I could have possibly expected.
1: <laughs> but, what what well about the Pony Boys? Like, did you train with them, too, as they were coming up as well? Because there's so many, oh, yeah. like,
2: yeah.
1: high-caliber athletes like yourselves coming yeah. out of Calgary, you know? Um, yeah, we
4: we trained. Uh, we used to have like Sunday jams very often. Um, so the Podi boys would come out. I was part of a team called Optimal Movement with uh, Patrick Schmichael. Was was part guys. of a team? No, I am. No, I'm still part. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's <I'm> not super <laughs> active right now. It's like May and Pat well, and Colin. <laughs> um, sorry. What's the team's name? Uh, Optimal Movement.
1: Optimal Movement. Okay, cool. Right on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry, um, I could, uh, we kind of went off there, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no worries, no worries. Yeah, the Cody yeah. boys. Um, but yeah, we, uh,
4: we would do Sunday Jams often, most often together at uh, 8th and 8th Century
2: Gardens. Right. Man, I have so many good memories from that place.
3: The legendary I've only trained
1: sport. there once.
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. oh. It just reopened, and it's still <laughs> decent. It's way yeah. better than I expected it was going to be um, after it shut down for construction like three years ago. But uh yeah,
3: did, a, did they actually get rid of a lot of the original stuff or just kind of add on to it?
2: both mm. I guess <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, some stuff was definitely just totally removed um, mm. they but they also reinforced some stuff, so they took away some of the sketchier parts of it that were kind of crumbling with some like exposed rusty rebar and that kind of mm. thing, um replaced the wood bridges with these. What I thought were going to be pretty unstable bridge railings. You know, like when you find like a sweet wheelchair wheelchair ramp and you go and test the railings, it's like hollow aluminum. Yeah, like, oh, this is useless to me. <laughs> um, I thought they looked like that, but they're actually really sturdy steel. Uh, so oh, you can still super simple. sturdy steel. Yeah. yeah, and that was a pleasant surprise. Sure. <laughs>
4: yeah, um,
2: definitely then, still, yeah, it, still trainable. Yeah, very much still trainable. Um, cool. And when I was when I was coming up in the Calgary community, I actually didn't know anybody. I, I lived in the mountains. I lived in Canmore when I first moved out to Alberta, mm. um, and so I actually trained alone most of the time. Uh, yeah, I would drive in cool. drive in from Canmore to Calgary once a week to take my parkour class, and mm. then I was living out in the mountains and just doing like a lot of nature training and stuff like that. And i uh, awesome. didn't really meet these guys until like four or five years in,
3: mm. for the most part. Um, wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah so I was I was late to like the community itself and mostly just trained solo until I met them.
3: Mm-hmm. How, the skill level back then did you find that um you were like behind more relatively because you uh, were training alone or like
2: a little of both
3: Groups people tend to expand yeah. their There's skills like a collaborative
2: nature for sure when you're when you're in a group and you kind of challenge each other and you find people who do similar types of training and it's just a little more comfortable breaking a jump when you've got somebody who does it first, too. Like, yeah, like that.
0: yeah, so
2: that's definitely part of it. But um, but I also found that a lot of people like No Limits was a sweet little gym, but it had a spring floor. It had the like soft stackums um, and there were parts of it that were a crutch. I, I noticed. So it, from like a flip standpoint and like an air awareness and proprioception, I was a little behind. Uh, for mm-hmm. sure I, I didn't have anywhere safe to train and I only went in for my class like I never went to open gym or anything like that mm-hmm. but um, but I also mostly was doing like nature training and outdoor training almost exclusively and even winter training like in Calgary obviously well you guys know winters right like, yeah. Winnipeg, you know better than anybody yeah. so uh, <laughs> yeah. but I was still training outside in the winter and stuff and I found that a lot of people don't do that at all so working on uh, tons of like picnic table training like I would just yeah call good call but um, so training in the gym, they were better at like flips and stuff, but I worked a lot on power and just like repetition and the same movements over and over again and that kind of thing. And I would, you know, take what I learned in class and literally practice it every day for a week and that kind of thing. So I was awesome. stunted in some ways for sure, but, uh, but in other ways, I felt like I had a
0: little advantage
2: over some people. And yeah. how about
1: you, Rob? Um, how would got you started in parkour? What was your thrill? Like, it's like, what is this?
0: Or were you always
4: uh, Well, yeah, well, I've, I've always been super active and just involved in every sport I could possibly imagine. Um, and I don't know, I guess what I liked about it is, because like, all the sports I played were like ball sports. Like, soccer, I soccer, did basketball, I did volleyball, uh, track. Um, track was probably the closest thing I did to, to parkour. Mm. Um, and it was, just, it, it was just so self-driven. I didn't have to rely on the team. I could sort of practice what i wanted to practice um it was just cool
1: parkour was yeah (laughs) it really is yeah
3: it definitely like i i mean i grew up playing hockey so i i understand the you know the team dynamic yeah and it it is so different than parkour or even track where you're constantly working on these self-progressions rather than these team things it's kind of not so much about your progression, but just winning the next game. True.
4: Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, more of a focus on the uh, the movement, like to do the movement for the sake of the movement, rather than mm-hmm. the, some exterior sort of uh, motive. Like, do a precision because it looks awesome and feels sweet, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask you that. Like, why do you think it's so cool? Yeah, exactly that. You do a precision further and further and further and it's just like i'm drilling this i'm gonna keep on going because yeah. i get a thrill out of it yeah. Yeah. yeah like i always win if i stick it yeah
4: so exactly like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: exactly 100
4: percent
3: yes. <laughs> so you guys are both like your head coaches at breathe is that right is that your
0: so,
4: titles I'm, I'm, a, I'm a senior trainer at breathe and then rob is the uh,
2: manager Okay. Oh, not okay. just that. Yeah, so, Rob, sorry, Tal Rob's underselling himself. He is the only senior trainer. Right. Um, oh. <laughs> he's, you know, he's saying, like, there's many of them. He's the, and he's also our program developer. He wrote our entire curriculum. Uh, he yeah. continues to to excel at all of our programming constantly. Uh, he's got a kinesiology degree, and he brings all of that background and education into it. Like, just saying he's a senior trainer, it just sounds like he's been a coach for <laughs> yeah. like,
0: so
4: He's a lot just, more than that. Just to clarify as well, our curriculum was written by Jim. And I've just made adjustments. That's true. Yeah, you you've evolved well. the curriculum. Yeah. That's
0: fair. Yeah, yeah. I've sort of
4: progressed yeah. it for yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so I do a lot of programming. A lot of programming, especially this stuff. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, no doubt.
3: So do you ever find it wild then that you're now you know, parkour is your careers right now. It's your jobs. That's yeah, what you I'm get right. to do.
4: <laughs> so, like literally almost every day we like look at each other and we're like Oh. <laughs> How yeah, is yeah. this
3: our job? This job is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel incredible. like so many people when they start parkour, it's one of those things. Like, uh, can you imagine just getting to do this and training every day? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. And getting to bring up these kids too, like it's yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like being able yeah, to grow the, the sport. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. are they're,
1: they're so good at that age too. Like, yeah. like rob um when you and i are trying because i started parkour later too um you could teach a kid a younger kid way easier than it took for you to learn
2: it
3: way easier okay
1: oh, and yeah. it, i just and that's the thrill for me it's like oh right on you got it like that because it took me a couple weeks you know
2: yeah yeah i mean there there are pros and cons to that too though yeah. i mean it's, it, it's super satisfying and watching these kids come up is incredible but like we've had a few athletes who get so advanced so fast that they've never they've never fallen. And all of a sudden uh, you're dealing with this this athlete who's taking he's taking it outside. Yeah. It's incredible. Working on some massive double Kong or like confronting a gap or something like that. And he's never bailed before on a mat or in the gym in like an, a, a controlled environment. He hasn't learned how to fall. So when he does fall, it's a disaster versus like those smaller falls. That's one thing I really valued about, I guess my approach coming in as an adult rather than as a kid is that, you know, like injury recovery and, and um, injury prevention were huge parts of my training because I'd be out for six months if I like twisted my mm-hmm. ankle, whereas a kid, their leg like bends all the way up around behind <laughs> their head and then they're, they're just fine. Right. And they just get up and go. Um, but Rob works really hard on making sure they know that too. And they work on falling as part of oh, that. I make, I make my, my kids fall. I make yeah. them
4: fall all the time.
3: Yeah. How do you go about, doing that like just, <laughs> because you know there's like there's purposefully falling and then there's yeah. falling yeah. when you're not expecting it yeah
4: yeah oh i've got i've got a bunch of stuff i've developed over the years um some of it is like pretty um structured so like i would you know use forward falls back falls uh, front rolls back rolls things like that um and then some stuff is really silly like i would grab an exercise ball and the
0: balance
4: uh. even i'll just whip it at them <laughs> <laughs> and then you gotta fall, and you gotta you know adjust. Yeah. Oh, I to okay. clarify, the oh. bounce beam is on the floor; it's not you know it's up in the air.
3: Yeah. Save that okay. for the uh, the advanced classes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
4: Um, yeah.
3: Sweet. That's. I, I'm gonna steal that if I'm teaching classes ever again. Yeah, no doubt. I just. They're throwing. <laughs> <things like that>. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> um okay changing subjects here we'll go into uh some of the current training stuff Mm. Uh, something i'm curious about is if you guys do any like outside training besides parkour like do you calisthenics or weight training and do you prefer one one or the other if you do
2: Oh yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I definitely do. Yeah, I do. I do a bunch of stuff. So I I love calisthenics training. Um, mm. Try to do calisthenics training pretty regularly. I I always like dip back into weights periodically, like every probably like once a year for a few months. I'll go into some some strength training program or something like that, um, and then come back into calisthenics. What I like about calisthenics is that a you can just do it anywhere, right? So it's just right. so flexible that way. Um, I find if I've, in the past, when I've relied on a gym, and then like a gym isn't readily available, then I don't work out. Whereas the habit with calisthenics means if I'm at home in, you know, quarantine, if I'm out camping, if I'm anywhere, right. I can still manage to get in a workout because I can maintain that habit. Uh, but I do think there's a place as far as treating yourself like an athlete to incorporate power lifts and stuff like that, just to obviously increase your power, right? Increase that mm-hmm. output. Um and then I also skateboard, because I would skateboard as a kid. And I've oh. never not owned a skateboard. So just as, as far as other sports, to stay engaged and stay creative and to keep having fun.
3: Yeah. Nice. I feel like skateboarding is a good one for parkour, because I I don't know. Just to me, it's scarier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, me too. <laughs> Do you skate too, Rob? Uh, no, I have a very long, stable longboard. That I sometimes
4: <laughs> yeah. Same.
1: Use. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I used to trick when I was younger, and I'm just like, I'm over it. Like, I don't. I'm not interested in breaking bones or, you know, having weird bruises in weird places. Like, I'll accept yeah. it with parkour. Like, oh, yeah. It was, you yeah. know, my ribs are out. I was doing parkour. Like, skateboarding, all <laughs> oh, my ribs are out, you know.
3: <laughs> I, I skateboard occasionally, but I recently came to the, des- the decision that I'm not going to do it again without, like, full knee pads and a helmet yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> elbow pads. <on> my- like, <laughs> LA I play parkour crazy. without any equipment, but skateboarding. Mm-mm. Yeah,
4: that's, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty similar to uh, Rob as well. Um, usually in the winter, I shift back to lifting, like lifts in the gym, squats and deadlifts, and uh, really working on just just my maxes. Right. Um. I recently have been working on a lot of like mobility stuff, not just like getting more flexible, but actually getting strong and like uh, extended ranges of motion. Right. Um, so like a lot of knee over toes stuff. A lot right
0: of, on. Like,
4: yeah. Yeah. I've been following this knees over toes guide. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh,
3: yeah. We've yeah. we got the
1: program. We're training.
3: Oh, we yeah. Slant
4: board yeah. and everything. Oh that's, <laughs> oh, that's that's so awesome. Yeah. I've yeah, been working I, on that really like
1: for months. I find it's, if I don't do it, even my lower back seizes up if I don't do it. Like, and I mm-hmm. can tell stiffness in my legs if I don't do these simple exercises. Because I'm still on zero. The, the oh yeah. Zero. <laughs> yeah, I've been on it for the last three months. <laughs> I'm moving um, up, though. I'm moving up. Yeah, yeah. But it's I still, haven't it. bought the.
4: Yeah, I haven't bought the program. I'm just sort of uh, just going off his YouTube videos. Um, but so far, the stuff I've done with it. As it's like my knees have felt the best they've ever felt in my whole life. It's crazy how much more different.
3: Yeah, I guess you, you of all people being taller, you'd feel that more, right? Like it's honestly uh, just I, being taller, I think it has more of an effect on your joints over.
4: I, I guess.
2: Um definitely. Yeah,
4: You're at an
3: evolutionary
2: yeah. disadvantage rob deal with it. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. I just envy your height. <laughs> yeah. that's, fair,
4: that's fair. um yeah, well I have always had issues with my um, maybe as far as it's because I'm tall, uh, I think a lot of it comes through just my uh a lot of the basketball I, like it's very um asymmetric, so like always oh, yeah. jump off one foot or you you know gather steps off your other foot
0: True.
4: And dealing with those imbalances as well. Yeah. As always like ah. um, and there was a period there was like a, a period of two years where I've hurt one knee. And then be out for a few months. It's like, sweet, I'm back into it. And then hurt the other knee, and they would just like switch back and forth,
1: <laughs> like a tag team, right? You're in. I get that. Yeah,
4: exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, but beyond that, I do uh, I do a whole bunch of other stuff too. Like I I do I play volleyball. I played volleyball yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, me and Rob, we uh, we shoot hoops at the gym as well. Um, Once in a while um so a lot of i love doing just a lot of different things like parkour is my main thing i like the other stuff as well
3: nice i guess it's uh you guys are both at the north location right so that's a pretty awesome looking facility right it's got a bit of everything in there
2: oh yeah that's it's a huge benefit um because I mean, there's like the conventional gym for lifting weights. There's obviously the parkour mm. space. There's basketball courts. There's floor hockey. Like, there's everything in there. It's it's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, we're we're very privileged when we're just like in the morning, like you want to like play basketball or something before we really get started here, and just like yeah, let's do it. let's 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 go shoot. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: no, I'm I'm not <laughs> jealous <you>. at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jealous <laughs> at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's neat. That's really cool.
1: Have uh, any of you? To have uh entered a competition yourselves or is that interest you at all? Uh
0: um,
4: i yeah, I've I've done let me think of it I've done i've uh, local stuff. I've done I think Duke Jam I did one one year. Oh cool. I did speed for Duke Jam. And then just for fun, I did freestyle. I'm not yeah, a, i was gonna say uh, you did you did freestyle all. too, that's <laughs> which was just hilarious. For fun.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh it was uh, yeah. it was a great experience. And then uh, the goons guys, I did their, their comp as well. I did kill through the
0: mm. Goons comp.
4: And then beyond that, I think I did uh, with the Empire guys from Saskatoon, I did one of their speed comps. Right. Cool. And it was a wonderful experience. I loved it.:
2: Yeah.: Cool, cool. Yeah. I've never. I haven't really competed at all, um, and I'm not super interested in competing. It's not why I train. But that being said, I'm not like anti-competition. I think it's a right. it's a great it's a great um, outlet for a lot of people. It's a great motivator. Uh, it's a great like direction for younger students as well. It's really nice to have competition to show you know this is something to strive for because a lot of kids right. have a hard time. They like direction and focus and reason. Um, and I don't I don't do this for those things. But at the same time, like I'm really. Grateful that it, it does exist and continues to be a part. Especially something like the the grassroots organizations putting on competitions. I think it's really right. good for for communities to see that and
3: provide purpose for a lot of students. Do you guys like the the SPL stuff? Is that something you want to, or does yeah. breathe already integrate that into things? Like, have you done competitions in the past with with SPL or
4: not? Uh, not we haven't not directly worked with them yeah um but honestly when i'm teaching i breathe like I'm, i tell my kids i'm like there are three formats in parkour there's freestyle there's speed and there's skill
0: <laughs> right
4: um and honestly the spl guys uh the guys are doing a great job when it comes to competition stuff as far as i'm concerned that's like that's
2: parkour competition. yeah that's the high standard for sure yeah, i agree. think uh, yeah i think they nail it i agree 100 percent. yeah oh. yeah i love what they do
3: right on no controversial uh takes on that then hey, no. <laughs> good good good, good. Sorry, no I, I i really like that uh i actually no feel sorry no, no never mind.
2: i'm gonna backpedal a little bit i i actually love fig i think fig should be <laughs> <laughs> there it is <laughs>
3: there's a clip there right it there that's uh, <laughs> yeah
2: yeah i want i want full sprints that's parkour that's oh, real parkour
3: <laughs> <laughs> miniature house builds <laughs> yeah miniature <Full sprints. laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: houses Oh, my God, oh, that's my what God.
3: parkour is, damn it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah, I was just going to, since we're on the uh, <clears throat> uh, competition, what, what's your favorite both of you what's your favorite move like is it a combo or do you something you always put in a line um i know i always have a favorite move i put in my lines and i try to get them out but it just works so good every time
4: Uh (laughs) rob go for it uh for us it's kind of funny it's always it's almost a bit of a meme among our our friend group but like the kong three
0: is for sure Uh, it's almost
4: its own sport Yeah, Yeah. it's a sub genre (laughs) within parkour, yeah, for sure. (laughs) No, they're
1: They're
4: killer, killer. yeah. Oh man, we're always on the lookout for like the biggest, like level to level
2: concrete we could find, or the dumbest one, like, or the dumbest one, yeah, or like low (laughs) to high, like, really just technical and stupid and like i love finding low ones for tall rob to try to do too because he's so tall it's hilarious but then he'll come up (laughs) to me and there's one that's up to my nose but it's only like four and i'm just like shit okay (laughs) and just analyzing technique like different takeoff points from depending on the height of the structure and yeah like it's it's hilarious yeah all
1: right for for everyone listening rob how tall are you i'm six foot seven jesus holy (laughs)
4: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a giant. Yeah, well, you're yeah, you're pretty, good you're good. pretty funny good. guy. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, thank you.
1: Yeah, I like watching your videos. You you make me laugh sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I guess and keep so that so six seven bad. in mind. His videos, the perspective once you realize his six well, seven, you actually understand the scale yeah. of the cool. stuff he's doing because it's huge, but he makes everything look so small. It's yeah. so annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying.
3: I, I can only imagine because I I I'm only. Six one. And there's sometimes when I feel like I'm doing a huge jump and I look back and like looks tiny. Yeah. yeah. So I can only, you know, an, an extra half a foot on there.
4: <laughs> oh man, I know exactly what you mean. I was uh uh when I first met um you guys know Brian? Paul Brian from uh he's from the States. Brian Brian where? Prince.
0: Yeah. Brian oh, Prince, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, he was a book um I remember talking to him and we had like the same thing. Like, Do you ever like film a big jump and then look at it and realize it's really small? I'm like, yes!
0: <laughs> <Thank you." laughs> I know exactly what you Every about. time. But,
4: yeah. Um, so that is annoying. <laughs> yeah. But uh I don't let
2: it hold it hold me back though. I uh I focus on how it's doing. I mm-hmm. use his height against him all the time because I'm small. So all we're working time. on the same challenge. And I'm just like, all you should time. be working on a challenge a foot bigger than this. I'm 5'9. You should be <laughs> hitting like a 10 foot kong pre Rob. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs>
4: frustrating because he's kind of right. He's
2: yeah. kind of yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, works, <laughs> it's yeah. not how physics
0: works, though. No. No. <laughs> That's no, not how physics works. No. Oh,
3: man. Sorry, my face is kind of hurting now just from laughing and smiling.
1: <laughs> um, along the same lines, so uh, training, do you, like, uh, do you prefer training solo or do you pre- prefer training uh, as a group or jams?
2: Uh, go for it, Rob. Okay, um, I pref- so I'm, I'm probably in the minority. I, like, I really like jams for like community building. Me too. But I actually, mm. I, get, I don't get nearly as as satisfying of a training experience as I do with, like, a couple of close friends who train the same way I do. Um, mm. Going out with, like, two or three guys or girls, like, it doesn't really matter. But mm. if we're there, we, we in Calgary, we have, we have this distinction. We call it power jumping or obstacle dancing. And, like, mm. we don't really, like, because we're not, like, purists. Like, we do <laughs> flips and stuff like that. But just our, right. our general approach, it's often singular, big challenge. Like a big concrete, a big cat leap, maybe like a couple small things thrown together, like big stride line or something like that. And, uh, and like, I'll go out with guys who are more yeah like freestylers for the most part. And we just, I can do like front flip, back flip, side flip. And so beyond that, I get a little lost. So we go to like a shin high ledge with grass on the other side and I have tapped my skill set in like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I love going out with guys that. like Rob or. Our buddy Riley or Ilya, and, and we all train looking for similar challenges, and we push each other and work on progressions, break down the challenge, like mm-hmm. really just get into it, talk about it. And with jams, I often find you're lining up for a long time. Um, there's a lot of like talking, like socializing. So I love there it the like, community building. But sometimes I end up like I'm cooling down in the middle of a jam mm-hmm. because I've been having a really good conversation with someone. Um, so I love jams, but if it's strictly for training, if it's for like, I guess it, pushing myself and my, my own accomplishments that day, I like a small group of like-minded athletes.
3: Cool. So, so then what do you prefer, small group or solo? Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Good. That's a good question.
2: Uh, I think I get different things out of, out of each one. So solo stuff, rarely am I pushing my, my own like limits, I guess. I, I'm very yeah. much drilling things i'm comfortable with like working on technique working on you know reps i'll often just do the same jump 10 times mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing and just really just trying to nail down my comfort zone i guess you know like say my max kong pre is nine to nine and a half feet i'll find a nice eight foot kong pre and then just like drill that all day right and so I'm going to come out of that session exhausted and I'm going to come out of it a better athlete in a lot of ways. Right. But am I going to have that kind of high you get from breaking down a progression mm-hmm. um, you know, and pushing yourself? And I rarely do that alone. Usually that's with someone else. Um, yeah. So I got to go small group overall. Yeah. But I think strictly like endorphins and what's making me like, you know, feel really right. good and, light and happy. Uh, I got to go small group. Dang. Nice.
1: When you were talking there I had flashbacks of my last like little jams and big jams I'm like yeah, yeah you're totally nailing everything like I'm just <laughs> so nostalgic as you were talking it was awesome
3: yeah. everyone yeah. has to get all of it in there each one has its own yeah it does thing it's hard it offers right 49
1: 51 kind of thing yeah and Rob um, I, I
4: like a little bit of everything honestly I like I like I honestly miss big jams haven't been to a big jam we haven't really done a big jam in a very long time uh, so i'm really really missing those <laughs> right now same, um man. but i do love big jams i do love um training in a smaller group like rob said with like my athletes as well very much so because we push each other break things down we're um, sort of interested in the same things. um i do enjoy solo training as well um, because it is a little bit more focused, a little bit more meditative, so mm. um, fewer distractions. Uh, really focus on specific aspects of your training when you do that. Um, it's hard to pick one, but if uh, if I had to pick one, i would probably uh, pick the same one Rob picked. Like also like a like minded, similar small group of athletes.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's that's usually where I get the most. Satisfaction, yeah, but I think the big jams are super fun too because it's like an event, you know. Like, I can't celebrate somebody's birthday every day of the year, I'll be hungover the entire time, (laughs) (laughs) and I won't enjoy it. Um, but if like every three months or four months, you get to look forward to this big thing, you get to see people you haven't seen in a long time, you get to just like be around parkour people. That, yeah, rarely am I surrounded, like, obviously, we've got kids at the gym and stuff, but rarely am I surrounded by like a hundred. Adults who do this, you know, most of the adults in my life think I'm ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So so when you go, you go to one of these things and it's just like this, these are my people. This is fantastic. It's really motivating and engaging, right? So maybe the training that day, isn't the training I'm going to get in a small group but I'm going to go back home with that small group and we're going to feel engaged and motivated. Yeah, and like, yeah. We're riding it for, you know, a couple of weeks to a month after the event, yeah. like having seen what other people worked on, been like, Oh my God, I need to drill that and like break it down in the gym and learn a new trick or whatever it happens to be. Um, and so there is, so there's definitely something so satisfying about that experience.
4: Yeah. There's something just, I don't know, magical about like going to a big jam with people you've never met before. um, and just having a common language, like both physically and mm-hmm. physically, and like instantly connecting with, uh, with um, many different people. Um, I actually experienced that yesterday with volleyball. I haven't played volleyball in like months. Um, I was asked to stop at a team. So I like jumped in and like instantly, like it was like, bam, we all know where we're going, what we're doing. And it's just the same with parkour. Um, like it's, it's, yeah, those big jams are awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: you're right. It is a highlight of a year. If that's how many times you can go out once a year, but yeah. you're right. You're riding that high afterwards. Like, yeah, 100%. For
3: that's sure. About. I know I know the couple times I went out to Calgary and trained like trained with you guys out there for the various or I guess jam and whatever. It it definitely it like helps spark something like a passion again for it for for parkour, for moving. Mm. For a while after too, you're kind of buzzing from that for a bit, right?
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. And from our perspective, running the gym too, it's nice to go to gyms that are hosted by other gyms because you get ideas, you get inspiration, yes. um, you get to talk about their design, their programming, and just come, come back with just, again, a different type of motivation. It's not as training focused, but it's still like, oh man, like let's engage our clients with some of these cool ideas that we picked up. and, and, yeah. like. and It's nice to
4: attend an event that you're not running
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
3: yeah. is nice yeah. yeah yeah oh for sure i've definitely ran some uh events in the past and been like man why do i gotta why do i have to be the one with the clipboard right now
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it moving instead of being like sorry guys you got to stop your challenge because we're about to open up a speed run <laughs> uh, I hate to drop <laughs> oh, wow. <Yeah>.
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> that happens
3: um, so speaking of coaching, one thing I've been asking a few of the people, or at least the coaches that have come on here, is uh, how they manage to get their students mm. that they teach more involved in the community, because there's a bit of a disconnect there, right? There's like kids just going to classes and showing up, and then there's the people that kind of transition over into <laughs> into the parkour life, <laughs>
4: yeah 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 is, is that Definitely. something you
3: try to push like or not push i guess but try to encourage kids to do or yeah how
4: do you go that? yeah it's um it's it's tough um kids mm. get used to the gym um parents get used to the gym it's a very safe space both like physically and it's a comfortable space and going outside is like a it's a big um mm. it's a big challenge sometimes um but we're, we're slowly working towards it I, uh, we recently, um, started a, uh, competitive program at our gym.
0: Oh, so nice. Most,
4: not all of our programming is purely recreational. Yeah. Um, so there's like, you know, they come in, they're introduced to parkour. Um, we have our curriculum, which we work through, but a lot of it is, is very self-directed. Um, but, uh, yeah. So recently with my elite team, uh, it's more of a concentrated group of athletes who really want to sort of beyond what we teach at the curriculum uh, mm-hmm. and i last year before the first shutdown i actually brought them outside for their first outdoor jam nice and they loved it right um, <laughs> before this i know we do <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> good um yeah so slowly we're slowly starting to think of um like from a programming perspective starting to teach classes outside um if we ever have someone ask about um, training outside we direct them to our Facebook group where usually where people post at the training outside um a lot we have uh, a bunch of dads in our gym like a good solid group of like parkour dads that have their kids oh, nice. they also do parkour
1: they are Quick kids
4: yeah and uh they're starting to get outside now just because nice. they have like a kid with them. Uh, Michael Lee is one, one of them he uh, brought Jacob and he brought Jacob to uh Century Gardens they had a the little line there with him um so it is it is tough um but we're definitely it's, we're starting to push people slowly in that direction and it's, uh it's exciting
3: um I think it was the chain store I want to say in and- in London, I think they actually offered outside, like outdoor only classes, huh. mm-hmm. which seems like a good idea. I mean, there's probably some liability yeah. liability yeah. things there. We've we've
2: yeah. looked into that actually. We we thought about doing some for this summer, but yeah. because of COVID and the reopening and stuff like that, it was tough. But well, we actually yeah. were we were limited to only outdoor programming for That's cool. right. Was it May, Rob? May and early June or something like that. Um,
4: uh, and so we had a like bit of April as well. Okay,
2: yeah, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we couldn't have anybody in the gym, so we have like we have a big like sea can storage container in the back. We just put a bunch mm. of our gym equipment in there and then set up with this like grass strip. Um, right, literally the same structures as in the gym. These kids were on outdoors, and it was like a totally different experience for them. Wicked, and, um, yeah. And their parents, their parents was a different. Ex- their parents were wary at first, but then they were like, they love this. because yeah, I don't did. know if it's just the wind and the sun or what it is. So it something <laughs> different. Totally. But uh, yeah, we brought bats out like it was literally the same thing, but they, it yeah. was such a different experience for them. And their confidence went way down, which I think was a good thing, though, just like recognizing, like getting out of their comfort zone, you know, like even though it's the same box. Now that it's on grass, they're a little bit more hesitant. You could see them coming up with their own progressions as they're running up. Right. And stuff. You're like, those are the skills that are so hard to teach. Um, and it was really yeah. cool to see them do it. Totally.
4: Yeah, we had well, we had one section on grass and we had one section on concrete. Um, So we usually do like, uh, we set up our our jumping uh, equipment. And then we laid one of our walls up against the sea can. So they would like to cast on the wall. And then uh, as a treat, I had them climb up on top of the sea can and then jump onto a crash mat. So they really enjoyed that. (laughs) Um, And what was actually really cool as well is the other corner of our building actually has like some decent little jumps as well. So there's like a a bay door with two like concrete ledges.
0: Oh, nice. Um, yeah.
4: And there's also like a really awesome wall run wall just down the street. So I would be like, teaching wall runs, and be like, you guys want to see a real wall run? Cool. And I would take them all the way down to the other side of the parking lot. being like, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> the and then I would show them and then they would try it a little bit. Um, so that was actually, a, I never actually thought of it that way, Rob, but that was actually a really interesting uh, way to sort of introduce our, our guys to outdoor trading, having the movable stuff on the grass, and then immediately on the other side of the parking lot,
0: yeah. like
2: actual structures, like the actual thing. Yeah. 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 yeah it was have really that cool.
1: Parkour vision, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. 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 Another super hard skill to teach when kids are coming up in a gym.
1: Oh, oh, oh. good. Yeah. I got to remember that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I guess when Come you're on. in a gym, everything's already purpose built in a sense right yeah. so it's even built in
2: yeah exactly um yeah it's tricky Commun- community like it's a good question because community organic community growth is a really challenging thing to just assume will happen i guess yeah. um i think yeah like mm. coming up in the earlier days of parkour maybe there was just there were so few of you especially yeah. like teenagers and adults so you just gravitated to each other um but yeah opening the gyms it's interesting because we we thought for example, earlier on, we thought like having unlimited open gym at all times whenever we're open was a good thing. But in a lot of ways, people would come at different times. So we would often meet students who are like, oh, you would love training with this guy. But you come on Tuesdays, he comes on Thursdays. Like you're right. never going to cross paths. And like, what level of privacy invasion is it if I'm like, here's this guy's phone number? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah right. Like, can't do that. <laughs> um, and trying to organize yeah. events to like bring people to. It's, it's really tricky, especially when you are also doing your job too, right? right. It's a weird, uh, yeah, it's a weird responsibility on leadership within the community. Mm. Like, to what level are you responsible for building the next generation? Because we also work there. And so right. like, we purposefully train when we're closed pretty regularly because we don't want kids running beneath us. Yeah. Dying. Rob's enormous. He's going to decapitate <laughs> a child if he does like a cat <laughs> yeah. back, yeah. a blind cat back, and some kid comes oh, whipping yeah. around the corner. Right. And yeah. I, I tell him that. I'm like, get on my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but coming out of COVID, I'm really excited to see we're we're getting so much interest. I'm really excited about how we're going to bounce back from all of this. Um, yeah, yeah. The interest is through the roof right now in our programming, and just what are some community development ways we can do to bring up this next generation? Because it's super important.
1: It really yeah. is important.
2: Yeah, I think it's what keeps people right. Like yeah. if it's just literally a checklist of skills. You, once you've done the checklist, you're gone. Yeah. It's over. You did you did it. You you finished. Yeah. Farming, right. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, completed it. It's all done. Yeah. <laughs> but finding those people and like those even just like your own small groups, right? Whatever it happens to be, to to challenge each other and, and build on the on what you know and learn from
3: each other. It's yeah, it's so <laughs> important. Very good. And again, I just had an awesome que- question <sighs> in my head and then it like <laughs> <went> away. <laughs>
1: Um, think of it, Tom, and you can interrupt me
0: anytime, yeah.
1: but uh, to just riff off of that, um, I feel when Tom and I were uh, at uh, a training place, we won't mention the name, hey, Tom, and um, I felt that I, as a, a community member in parkour that I I didn't do my due diligence and raise younger or people around me up in it. And then we have this huge gap where... It's like a generation that we missed out on yeah and you can see it in our community and so like even now i, am, I speak for tom too but we try and get people really into it. someone someone's watching us doing parkour and their eyes are just peeled back and it's like hey you like what we're doing we're like, yeah yeah i've seen it before casino royale you know kind okay of <laughs> <thing. We're> like <laughs> oh, okay you're gonna learn something you got a minute you got 10 i'll teach you something no 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 it's okay no 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 just do this you know kind of thing that's awesome. why But um yeah, we try and really um, preach coming out and doing it and getting other kids and people involved. But yeah, got to close that, that
0: gap.
2: Yeah, I love that. Taking that concerted effort, I think it happened organically for sort of Calgary's first generation. It was just so easy and natural, but the assumption that that's going to continue happening um, is just, it's wrong. I think it's been proven yeah. wrong. Like you said, like a generation of kids, right? Like There was. A generation of people who just sort of maybe dabbled and then left mm-hmm. figuring out ways to bring them together. Cause I think it's really about finding those like-minded similar age people who are just want, like, it's it, training together is how you build that. Um, and if you're all sort of fragmented and never brought together in some way. And I think that's sort of the duty that as leaders of, of your community you have. And, and taking a leadership role, I think is an often neglected role that as, as leaders of, the, of our communities, yeah, putting in that effort is worth it in the long run. It really is.
3: That, so that reminds me of you know I have had the uh, lots of Podi boys on here. Um, they're kind of said having the two gyms kind of yeah. split people more.
1: Oh yeah. Did you
3: find you find that to be true? Like some people are like, where you know, get that north versus south mentality or?
4: <laughs> well, it was. I don't think it was a North Burst Like not a Calgary, competition,
3: but, but. No, no,
0: no.
4: Um, but what was interesting for me is when we were at one location, I like literally at one point knew everyone in Calgary that did parkour. They had either oh. come through my class or they worked for us, or they came through open gym. Um and I could literally like recognize faces. Um and then once we got to two gyms, then uh there was there was kids that I that, were, that are coming up now, actually, to our North Gym. So, um, so in a way, yes, it was a little bit split. Uh, I was a little bit lucky. I was able to, like, teach at both gyms. I was mostly up north, but I was able to, like, travel
2: right. down as well. In a way, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah I could see it. Um, similar to the open gym time being just, like, you can come whenever you want, so you might never mm. cross paths you're definitely never going to cross paths when you're at some locations, which is a tricky balance because I love the idea of being able to expand. Right. There's, we, we lost a lot of members when we closed our South gym um, just because they won't drive to our North. So now not only will they never cross paths, but those kids also aren't doing parkour. And I guess, uh, in hindsight, probably something like, I don't know, field trips to the other gym, like organizing class swaps or something like that or something, some way to integrate it. So like recognizing these are all members of one community,
0: yeah
2: uh, some some way to bring them all together i think would have been but it would have at least helped with uh with combating that but again when you're dealing with kids you're most of what you're dealing with is parents and if it's not convenient for parents they're not going to do it right um, which is really frustrating sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but i am really excited like we're down to the one location now um and as sad as it was to see the South Gym go, because I love that gym. I really liked oh, it too. Oh man, it was very much a source of a lot of pride for me. Like, I, yeah, I, I love it. Um, at the same time, I love our new space and having the one location hopefully will help with some of that stuff. Rebuild mm. the community, bouncing back and just like crushing it in the fall. Mm. I'm, super, I'm super stoked about it.
1: It's more accessible, is it not, the new gym? Like through uh, C-trains and... 100%.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it's one of the reasons. Way more. Yeah, Yeah. one of the reasons that's the one we kept. There's a few reasons. Obviously, we're inside of that larger athletic facility, too, which played a big, big role in it. But um, it's central. It's right off Memorial, right by a C train, Mm -hmm. Deerfoot's five minutes away, Uh, which is, these are all major arteries in Calgary. Yeah. Everybody knows the word. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're they're like highways and major through through thoroughfares throughout the city that lead directly to the gym. So it's super convenient to get to.
3: I I think, too, as this world kind of gets to a new type of normal here, a lot of the communities are going to have to kind of, what am I looking for? Kind of, I guess, rebuild a little bit. Mm, yeah. Like everyone's kind of dipped out oh, a little totally bit yeah. across well, the board. Yeah. A lot know? of people stopped training and stuff. Yeah. Just, yeah.
2: I was thinking that earlier.
3: Yeah. So there's going to be, in the next year, it's going to be interesting. To see the the kind of more post-pandemic parkour world. <laughs>
0: yeah, post-pandemic I, parkour.
1: <laughs> I find, like, if um, people that dipped out, if they see, like, a group or a small group of people or even as a single individual, like, training at a certain wall, whatever, and they were like, oh, I, I once did parkour. Hey, you know people still doing this yeah it's huge it's whatever it. have you seen the new gym no oh sh- oh maybe i'll get back into it but i think like people actually seeing other people still it doesn't matter what age are still out there more and more i think that 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 will be a draw for people to come back in and maybe get uh, rebirthed into it you know yeah i
2: yeah. hope so i'd love that. Yeah, I, could see, I mean, I could see it. A lot of people don't know how to, like, balance or deal with plateauing in their skills, too. Oh, so yeah. I, think, I think a lot of people, like, if you're plateauing and then something like COVID happens and you're just like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done for a while. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes that break is exactly what you need, though. Exactly. You know, after a plateau, you know, get re-engaged, re-inspired. Um, yep. It's not just about learning that trick you weren't able to learn again. It's that you haven't moved for, you know, six months to a year and all of a sudden you're just, like, into it again. And I think you're right. I think exposure, reminding them. That this was something they loved at one point could hopefully bring them back in. Yeah,
1: I hope so.
3: Oh yeah, my question from before just popped yes! in my head. Nice. People, people wanting to take classes at Breathe, is that something they can <laughs> kind of drop into classes whenever, or do they have to pre, do they have to register for a segment at a time?
0: Mm.
3: Or is it just just kind of open?
4: Uh, so what you, what we do is we have uh, something called a trial month, with essentially the first uh month of our memberships so they can try it for a month free it involves either classes once a week or twice a week um and unlimited open gym as well they can you know come to a class then stay for as long as they want practicing their skills and come in, uh even days on when they don't have their class um, so that's usually that's what most people do to get started at our gym
2: and it's not a registered program so you can jump right. in whenever you yeah. want you can just yeah, you could start tomorrow if you wanted to. Whenever you
3: want. Yeah. So Sweet. cool. So for all the thousands of Calgary listeners, no, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go to breathe. you, can whenever one you one one want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: flood the gates.
2: Yeah. See what
3: we yeah. can do. I love it. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that people are actually getting back into it, and there's a lot of interest again.
2: Well, me too. That's, That's a huge relief. On. Yeah.
3: Yeah. God. <laughs> 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 For so many reasons. So, yeah.
1: So how are we doing on time for everyone? Yeah,
3: we're getting pretty close.
2: For me, it's like six-ish. It doesn't have to okay. be on the dot six. I'm going to do another like round of questions or something like that. But, um,
3: yeah. Um, sure, we'll do maybe a couple of questions. Didn't get into any really travel talk.
2: Yeah, and I, I'm I've, super down for a part two, like you guys mentioned earlier, too. Because I know yeah, your list so. of questions was pretty extensive. And Rob and I ramble a bit. Regularly, yeah. no, you know, it, it,
1: it, the podcast takes care of itself most of the time. It's a lot of rambling, it's good, podcast. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, so, have you guys per- done any purposeful parkour traveling, any trips,
1: anything planned?
4: Oh, yeah, um, yeah, we've, we've definitely done trips, um, specifically for parkour. Um, funny, like, all my vacation last few years was a parkour trip. I never actually rested at all.
0: I came back to
4: essentially a, a training camp and was exhausted. So, but, uh, but my soul was, was sort of refilled, you know? Yeah. Uh, my body was destroyed.
0: That's awesome. <laughs>
4: um, but yeah, we, uh, what are some of our trips, Rob? We went to Houston. Yeah, oh, we,
2: we drove down to Houston.
0: Oh.
2: Yeah, we did uh, yeah, we always did road trips generally. It was always just yeah. some kind of North American road trip driving somewhere for awesome. a, a week to two weeks. Wow. Uh, yeah, we did the Seattle Portland trip which was nice. yeah, for wow. yeah. yeah. Um the that Ontario trip, but awesome. you couldn't come to the Ontario trip. Yeah, yeah. we did five in five years in a row we did a different road trip. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. yeah Rob, Rob had a tragic family incident so he wasn't able to do yeah. The, yeah. the Ontario trip yeah well,
3: for so many reasons <laughs> what, was there uh, some jams going on then in uh, like portland seattle was that why you guys went went there or was it just
2: no yeah it was literally just just like, go just just car, to, uh, pick this week and go i am mm-hmm. oh, sick Cool, oh.
0: that's really awesome
2: i had a
4: i had an opportunity to go to art of retreats in new york a few years ago
3: oh, oh. damn really
4: yeah 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 and then i think rob went as well i went
3: i went to the seattle
2: one yeah yeah i went
4: yeah
0: yeah
4: yeah. that was
2: awesome worth doing for sure especially talking about things like running gym or community building like those kind of things more the like i guess the less glamorous side of making parkour career right like there's the, the high level athlete which is great but at the same time for parkour to continue to grow and progress like mm-hmm. you also need all these other things like entrepreneurs and managers and event coordinators and stuff like that right um, and it's a wonderful event for some of that behind the scenes stuff uh, videography and and, yeah. and 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 filmmaking and stuff like it's it's an incredible event uh, i We're couldn't really recommend sure.
3: highly enough the the idea behind that is basically everyone coming in is kind of presenting something is that right like everyone's gonna do a little TED Talk kind of. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, essentially. There's a bunch of workshops you could uh, choose from uh, based on like what you were interested in. Um, obviously, there was some jamming. But, yeah, it was essentially essentially a weekend of of talks and,
2: and presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not every um, every person who goes doesn't have to present. There's sort of like a yeah, set, okay. yeah. So you've got like. I think it was a couple hundred people when I went and then a oh. few
3: dozen who were actually doing these workshops and things. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Well, that, yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. sounds really interesting. I wonder if those are gonna keep going in the future. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And then in regards to traveling too, actually, Rob and I are planning on going to France in May to do the pilgrimage to Lees. No way. Everest. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you re-
1: oh, I wish you the best. That's great. Yeah
3: so that's excited. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Back to yeah. the, the Holy dream. Land. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I really, I really hope it can happen. I don't love where things are going right now, but I really hope we can get out yeah. there.
3: Um, well, that's a, that's we, a while
2: away. <laughs> it's a while away. Yeah, I'm still very optimistic.
1: Yeah. Same here.
4: Uh, so, Rob, we're a manpower gap, right? That's right.
3: Obviously. That, that, oh, yeah. That, I mean, you know, we got it. I'm not going to do no, that. You're, I'm you're gonna gonna manpower
2: either. I'm going to gain a full <laughs> manpower. <laughs> full man!
4: I'm gonna double side manpower gap. There you go.
1: Dang!
0: right <laughs> it here
2: first, everyone. No, <laughs> but, I will, I'll climb up. Manpower. Try it, i do try look it at it. I'll, absolutely. I do want to look at it too. But yeah, I'm not. Know. I'm not going there to do the checklist of insane shit that.
0: No. Yeah,
3: but, but the full, the... <laughs> full David Bell run, yeah, manpower exactly. drop. Oh yeah, all, all the way. Down. All the drop. Oh <laughs> my god. Man, seeing that last drop he does in that run after he turn vaults and drops down and, like bounces after hitting, it oh, hurts my body looking at. it. <laughs> yep. oh, yeah. I'm
1: gonna watch some old David Bell videos. So good. They're great.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're they're good. But but watching him bottom out is less wonderful. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Do you guys um, uh, have you tried reaching out to any of the uh, OGs, the real OGs out there? that are still training?
0: I haven't, I haven't really I, thought about that. Yeah.
3: No,
2: that's, should, it yeah. that's a cool idea. See if they want to hook up and yeah. Yeah. tour around or
0: something. Just,
4: just hit up David
2: Bell, you know? Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> the for a sesh. guys. The yeah.
3: Yeah, I saw a video of uh, Williams Bell the other day. Oh, yeah. He's still yeah. training. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, you guys <laughs> should do it.
2: <laughs> that would be sweet actually that's a great idea that would be pretty cool i'll yeah. reach out i mean no harm in reaching out just to see for mm-hmm. sure
3: maybe recreate the old school uh school clips they have there <laughs> yeah
2: oh <laughs> neat <laughs> we'll call it the Rabakazi. it'll be
3: amazing yeah.
2: <laughs> Rabakazi, Rabakazi, yes
1: <laughs> a lot of firsts here today <laughs>
4: oh my god
3: um all right. I guess we won't push time too much more. There's always the one last segment though. For sure. Christy, do you wanna have the honors?
1: Yeah, should we do all three of them or just uh one of the three? Or uh that's what I was thinking.
3: Just go right right to the okay. sage advice. <laughs> all
1: right. Oh, that one, okay. Oh, my favorite. The sage advice. So the sage advice is what would you tell someone or give somebody some uh advice coming into parkour who have already established themselves like what what would be your thing to say to them
3: what did you wish you knew when you started that too rob do you have
4: something right away your back straight when you precision jump what was that i didn't hear that keep keep your back straight when you precision jump oh yeah
0: <laughs> that's your sage
4: advice. Oh uh, no, no, no. no. That's, Posture, that's oh, important. I love
0: it. I love it. It's yeah. good. Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> um I guess I would say uh my advice would be don't forget why you love, to do it. Yes. Um don't get distracted by learning the next big trick, hitting the next big jump. Um My big thing. I always. I knew pretty early I wasn't gonna be a professional high level athlete. Um, But then I was like, well, what am I gonna be? Uh, And my first Mm -hmm. thing was like, well, I'm gonna be a coach. That's what I want to be. I wanna be a high level coach. Um, And then the second thing is, I just want to be able to do it forever. (laughs) I want to be able to never stop doing parkour because I love parkour. Essentially, doing it for its own sake because it's cool, because it's fun. Um, and not getting too distracted by the big stuff or the, uh, the, the big goals that you might have. So, yeah,
3: that's what I would say.
0: That's a good Solid
1: one. Solid
3: advice. That's yeah. really good, yeah. advice <laughs> yeah. About myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in that boat. Yeah. You have
1: to. Yeah. You have to check in with yourself. Why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this big gap or a uh, prix? Oh. Yeah, because of the adrenaline that I do, you know, or, you know, the feeling you get. If you don't get the, any of that, then, you know, why are you doing the thing that you're doing? Reassess. Yeah. yeah, good one.
3: Yeah, I really
2: like that. Um, I could agree more with Rob about, yeah, like, don't lose, don't lose the purpose. Not just physical advancement, but it's mental, it's spiritual, it's, you know, it's right. therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's deep it's, it's It's so much more than just the, the physical, if you want to do it forever. You know, if no, you're just dabbling absolutely. in this... You know, when you're in your physical peak, that's one thing. But if you really do want to do it forever, tap into all of those things and make sure you're progressing and advancing those. Mm-hmm. But also, like Rob said about coaching, I think everybody has something to offer the sport and can help it grow. I think when people think, how do you make a living in parkour, it's not just high-level athlete. Um, you, you have something to offer. Find, if you want to car- parkour to be a career, um, find what you love about it and find something you're good at. And then combine those two things. Figure out what you can offer to the sport. I It's super like undervalued. I love being a manager. Very few people look at it. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. That's a whole lot of weight and stress. I don't need hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt looming over me. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I love working with my staff. I love developing these things. I love seeing these kids come up. So find the thing you know, whether it's making videos, maybe you're not gonna be a high level athlete. But like, if you look at something like I compare to skateboarding all the time, but like people make great living a great living just filming True. skaters, right? And they love skateboarding, those guys who film it yeah. love skateboarding. Um, and there's there's so many opportunities within huh. an evolving industry to make this some a career, you know, be able to follow your dreams and follow something you love. Um, and I think that that's, Super important, and not a lot of people think about it beyond the athlete, beyond
3: that sort of like yeah. the front of the lens yeah. kind of person that they're seeing online. Yeah, yeah. going oh, forward, you, I think goosebumps. that's we're gonna see more of that, like the diversification of parkour in general. You know, yeah, not everyone's gonna oh, yeah. be a dom tomorrow, right? Like- no, not everyone. <laughs> you look
2: at guys like Giles. You look at guys like Giles. Like he's peeling yeah. into oh, that now. He's man. still like a celebrity essentially in our, right. in our right. world yeah. um, but that guy is a great example of somebody who just like found something he's good at and mm-hmm. turned it into a career turned it into like, his passion into a sustainable living um and he's an inspiration right like he, yeah and people look up to him and yeah he's not doing the craziest like side flip rail pre but he's filming the guy who did or he's putting out the guy who who created that and creating opportunities for athletes and pushing the sports and, yeah or the sport yeah anyway i could go on about this I'm yeah I'm super <laughs> right now <laughs> i just want to add that
4: uh rob is a kick-ass manager uh, he uh,
0: crushes
2: his job a pleasure to work with him that's i love to you too rob you're amazing well didn't <laughs> ask for a better partner in all of this
0: oh, you,
1: you are so awesome this is the community so that i'm talking right? about like just bonding you know uh respect um, appreciation and I'm, I'm actually getting teary eyed. <laughs> uh, like, I just love it. This is why I'm in the community. I just I see it on everyone's face, not just one single person, but everyone carries the same kind of face, the same kind of gesture. Welcome. Come into this. Let's group hug and let's do some PK. You know, 100% love it. Oh, I did get teary eyed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll uh, call it here. Wrap, go for a wrap up sure. here. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, if people want to find you guys, where's the best place for them to do that? Is Rob, Instagram or?
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, our gym is uh, Breathe Parkour. Instagram Breathe Parkour Calgary. I think is our Instagram handle. Um, my handle is Paul Rob PK. Um, so you guys can find me there as well. And then Rob, yours is what Rob. Rob Hill, PK, right? Yeah, it is. It
2: was a test. You passed. (laughs) You are my soulmate. Uh,
0: Oh
2: yeah.
3: All right. Well sick. Uh, I hope to talk to you guys again soon and train with you soon too. Yeah, (laughs) I wanna go to Winnipeg. I've been been to Winnipeg a few
2: times and but like before I did parkour and I love it out there. Um and I remember like going to the forks and stuff and in, in like my memory. Mm-hmm. I picture what those spots looked like when I was like, you know, 13 years old when I was out there, and I was like,
1: I some "Come back, spots." Yeah, yeah, you guys
3: definitely have You're to come overdue. here. You're overdue. Yeah.
2: Totally. Yeah. Was like a 14-hour drive, 12-hour drive, something like
3: that. Yeah, 14. Yeah. 14? We we cool. did one. Well, <laughs> I'll take well, out we'll green one, with me. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, thanks guys. for
1: having us. Thanks Lovely. for having us uh, coming to the podcast. Really appreciate it.
3: Thanks for having us.
1: All right. See you next time. Part two.
3: Part two.
2: (laughs) Bye. (laughs)